This is the Zach Ansbury Show. Welcome. Today's podcast clip comes from an interview with Julian Major from Visit Victoria. Yes. Um, so, so I want to talk about, so you're obviously the head of um, research and insights for Visit Victoria. Um, so I want to talk to you. So you, you do operate in the advertising space and how you measure it. Yeah. So what are, what are the key measures that you're interested in from like your campaigns? Yeah. I mean, um, from a, uh, I suppose it depends on what um, um, angle you're looking at it um, through. Um, I think, um, the good thing about being at Visit Victoria is um, we uh, there's a lot of very smart marketing um, people here and um, quite knowledgeable about Ehrenberg Bass principles and also our media agency has quite a good relationship, I believe, with um, Ehrenberg Bass with um, uh, Mediacom. So I would say, you know, one of the key things that we want to do from an advertising perspective is um, reach um, a lot of... Um, uh, people and it's incredibly relevant from a tourism perspective. We work in a um, mass category. Um, you know the same rules of um, you know the importance of um, light buyers. Um, you know those same principles um, exist for us. So um, you know understanding how to um, reach a lot of people um, is really um, important for us from a consumer research um, perspective you know, having communications that are, um, you know, really um, distinctive is, is really um, important and hugely challenging in the destination um, marketing um, space. Um, there's a lot of tourism imagery that is very appealing, um, so I don't want to seem like I'm uh, dismissive of it, but there's a lot of um, uh, beaches with, you know, aqua blue um, sort of um, water. Um, there's... Um, a lot of, I suppose, similar imagery and similar styles um, that have become destination marketing um, tropes. And, you know, that's not what we want to be as Melbourne and as um, Victoria. We want to be really um, distinctive and, you know, for people to see our work and immediately know um, that is that is you know, not visit Victoria, that is Melbourne, that is, you know, distinctively, um, you know, the Victorian um, brand. So reach a lot of people with um, distinctive um, communications and, mm -hmm. you know, talk to people about the experiences that they want to, um, that they want at that particular um, time. So, um, and yeah, so we do a lot of work around, you know, what people um, travel for, what experiences are um a trending, you know, how to um, cut through, but you know, it's it's, it's not um, rocket science um, at the um, end of the day. Um, yeah, reach a lot of people with effective advertising. Yeah, so like just getting a little bit deeper into that. So let's say, for example, you've reached 40% of yep. you're looking at intrastate travel at the moment, potentially for the next three months. I don't know, I'm just hypothetically, yep. and you want to know what is my reach of the Victorian population? Um, and how do you know whether that reach is effective or not? So mm. how, do you, how do you then determine whether they can... I don't want to prompt you too much, I suppose. What, so what were you going to say? Sorry? Oh, like how do, you, how do you know whether they... Um, 
so they've seen an ad, they recognize mm-hmm. it. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, that's definitely a tourism ad or, or I've seen this ad. Yeah, yeah. Um, how do you know that they know it's for potentially the region that you're advertising or for Visit Victoria? Uh, yeah, yeah. So we run, um, I mean, you know, the, the reach question is really um, interesting because I suppose media measurement has never been um, more difficult with, you know, the fragmentation of so mm. many different um, media types. Um, we still have things like linear TV that are incredibly important and, and popular and good ways to reach large amount of consumers. But, you know, television as a category is more fragmented. Now you've got um, mm. connected TV and catch-up TV and streaming video on um, demand and, you know, a lot of, um, you know, things changing in that um, categories. So um, our media agency, I suppose, and all media agencies have a lot of challenges in, in trying to understand, you know, the best way to reach the most um, people and having that reach and frequency balance, um, you know, really um, right. Um, but because we, you know, we really talk about the importance of fully integrated campaigns here, um, we um, have to run a lot of our own um, market research studies to understand that, you know, not just that we have bought, you know, X amount of impressions or tarps or, you know, um, whatever it is, but that's actually cutting through to um, to recall or recognition and that for the people that have that recognition um, is the brand actually um, uh, cutting through um, and those sort of um, distinctiveness or, or branding metrics are, you know, something that we think we can really um, control and, and constantly um, um, improve on. So we often have to run our own uh, research um, studies to sort of broadly gauge, you know, are we on the right track with this um, campaign? Is it doing those reach jobs, those distinctiveness jobs? Is it is the message cutting um, through? And a lot of other things like brands lift studies that you'll do through, you know, particular um, channels. Um, but, you know, um, the difficult thing with that is we know people can see destination. You know, we don't just work with one media provider. Um, you know, campaigns work best when they're, um, integrated and when you have all the media working um, together. So that's why we do a lot of those um, campaign tracking studies, um, what we um, call. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So, uh, like, do you, so I guess two, two questions. So, say you've, you've used an integrated campaign and you've got a television ad yep. that you're streaming, and do you know whether someone has, re- has recognized the ad? How do you tell whether they've recognized it from channel 10 or channel nine, or is it just television? But what about if that ad is also on YouTube at the same time and they've seen it on YouTube? How do you know whether they've seen it on YouTube or television? How do you, how do you try to figure that out? Yeah. And I mean, that's what a lot of brand lift studies will try to um, do. So, you know, um, there'll be, you know, opportunities for those media channels to run um, surveys. They know who's been exposed to their ads. They know who hasn't been exposed to um, their ads. But at the same time, you could have seen that or similar pieces of communication um, across mm. other media um, channels. So, um, yeah, those those more granular um, questions there they're impossible to get from a survey environment. Mm. Um, it's, it's, I would argue, pointless even asking people, did you see this on catch-up versus linear TV, let alone, um, you know, the exact spot or the exact um, channels. So you have mm. to figure out other ways to answer those questions. Brands lift sort of things are a part of that, but it's, 
still there's there's still flaws with that methodology um, as well. It's a tricky world ad measurement. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Uh, I think it is very tricky, and also so we both know that the well, I, I, you would know because you're very well in. Um, immersed in the Ehrenberg Institute. So the, the greatest effect on sales probability is the first time you hit a consumer and the second time it's obviously That's increases, but yep. it's not that <laughs> linear path forward. Um, so you obviously want to minimize frequency, which yes. is basically you want to minimize duplicated reach. Yep. Um, how do you account for duplicated reach? If, you, if you're getting, I'm not sure what Mediacom does with you, but if you're getting, here are my television stats, here are my, yeah. my owned Facebook stats, here are my earned Facebook stats because I'm paying for it. Uh, sorry, I'm yeah, paid versus owned. Um, do you account for things like word of mouth? And then how do you do all your duplication stuff for that? Yeah, I mean, a lot of that work um, comes from, a, you know, I suppose, a media planning level, um, yeah. you know, with, um, you know, Mediacom really um, analysing whatever um, sort of like single source um, data they have um, available to understand, um, you know, audience um, overlaps. Um, yeah. I'm sure there's ways to do that from a, um, a a digital um, perspective um, as well, um, understanding how much certain channels overlap with um, others. But I, I suppose there's a, um, whilst there are scientific things that you can do um, within that, I suppose it's an art trying to develop a, a media plan that, um, you know, has that right balance of um, reach and um, frequency. And, you know, part of the role, I suppose, is also, um ensuring that the media types uh, are working um, together. Um, it's not always bad to have um, some frequency as long as it's not mm. um, the same thing trying to do the same um, job. I don't think it's a bad thing if people see um, our TBC and then see um, some cooperative marketing that we'll do with an airline trying to sell um, tickets, for example. So mm. they're both doing um, different jobs. They're both under an integrated campaign with the same uh, look and feel. So I suppose it's about understanding how media channels um, work together and, you know, for each uh, media channel that you have in the mix, yeah, trying to, make, trying to do something that uh, with the evidence that you have available, which is all... Um, not, nothing's perfect, mm. but you're not going to, um, you know, have a high-frequency um, approach. Yeah. Um, just my last question on that sort of mm. stuff is, so say you, you know that you have 20% reach from television yeah. and then 10% reach from your Facebook, mm. how do you account for the quality differences of them, right? So one of them is potentially... Like, you know, it's a 30-second ad and Facebook, some of their measures are, I've seen 50% of the screen or something like yeah, that for yeah. a couple of seconds. Like, yeah. are you counting like for like or do you discount or do you index or how are you How are you currently doing it? Yeah, I, I don't think it's a case of necessarily creating one um, metric that you can compare them all for. I think you have to recognise the realities of each individual medium and the attention that you're going to get across um, all of them, and you have to do certain things with your um, creative in, you know, a, a Facebook environment where the volume's not going to be on when you're going to get, what is it, like an average of a second of people's mm. um, attention versus TVC, which still has ad avoidance. Yeah. Um, but it's it's um, a little bit, um, a little bit um, different. So I'm not sure there's necessarily a, a numbers answer um 
to um, that, but it's sort of recognising that not all channels are viewed and consumed the same way mm. um, and you have to, you know, create a media plan that is also, um, yeah, as integrated as it can be so all those parts um, work together. Hey, guys, it's Zach Ainsbury here with just a couple of quick reminders. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, then make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. There are plenty more interviews to come with some of the world's leading marketing academics and practitioners. You do not want to miss these. In the meantime, if you're looking for another way to connect, then follow me on Twitter at Zach Ainsbury. That is Z-A-C-A-N-E-S-B-U-R-Y for my take on the marketing issues of the day.